Hey everyone, how's it going? Uh, hey, before we get into the episode today, I uh, want to remind everyone that we are doing a cool thing at workinggainstgravity.com where if you use the code INSIDEWAG at checkout uh, for one-on-one nutrition coaching, you get $50 off of your first month of uh, one-on-one nutrition coaching with one of our coaches. Um, it's a really sweet deal. Um, and if you've been on the fence about maybe getting a nutrition coach and taking your nutrition more seriously, this is a great opportunity for you to jump in and see what it's all about and what we have to offer. So uh, once again, it's Inside Wag, capital letters, one word, at checkout for $50 off of your first month of one-on-one nutrition coaching. Hey everyone, welcome to the Inside Wag Nutrition Podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Chris. And on today's episode, we're going to be discussing how to navigate your nutrition while traveling or going on vacation. Yes. Um, Yeah. So Josh, what's a uh, trip that you've been on recently where you had to navigate your nutrition on the (laughs) I kind of thought you were (laughs) going to ask this question. I was going to ask if uh, a future trip, like a very near future trip counts because oh, we're, we're actually we're planning for a uh, little uh, spring break vacation here uh, very soon. But with that being said, that's actually perfect. I think that'd be great yeah. to talk about how you're going to pre-plan for this trip. Sure. Yeah. Well, the, the thing yeah. is, is that our planning process never really changes. Uh, this is mm. it's something that we've been doing for a long time. Um, uh, there's there's a couple different things that we do. Um a, a, a big one is get snacks, buy your own snacks, um, because airport food is generally just junk. Well, it's not junk, but I mean, there's there's not great options. And you can't, just like going out to a restaurant um, and hanging out with your friends, you can't rely on other people uh, to give you the best options to hit your macros or stay on track. De- depending on your goals and depending on where you're at in your nutrition journey, you can't de- mm-hmm. depend on other people to help you um, accomplish that all the time. Um, and that's something that I want to, we'll get back to that here in just, just a little bit. Cause that's one of the key things that, that I think is important for people to understand before you go on a trip is where are you at in your journey? What are your goals and how do you want to approach those? So we'll talk about those in a minute, but yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, the first thing we do is we buy our own snacks like we go to the store, we get like little packages of like beef jerky. Um, I'm a big fan of dried fruit. And right there we have like a solid source of protein and we have a solid source of carbs. Um, not a big fan of nuts um, just because those are. Me neither. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. They don't. There's a there's a taste thing that I don't really care for it. But also like from a macronutrient standpoint, the two, the two macronutrients that are going to go out the window the quickest is going to be carbs and fat. And that's mm-hmm. all nuts are. It's a lot of calories for a small amount of food. That's right. A lot of calories for a small amount of food. Now, I know that you could argue that having dried fruit and things like that um, that are all carb, like those can add up too. Those can suck up your carbs like really quickly. Um, however, they're not as damaging. Uh, not damaging. That's probably the wrong word. But they're not mm-hmm. as... Um, like if, if you have a carb and a fat that are that are just like going down the drain, it's like mm. simultaneously that really puts you in a, in a tough spot because you, you yeah. kind of leave yourself with 
very little room to to move. So I'd like to try to single macro or single source ingredients. Sure, so single source. The only thing you're affecting by eating dried fruit is your carbs. Exactly. There's no fat that comes with that. Mm-hmm. I don't, there's zero protein. Yep. So you're just in the lane of carbs. Yep, exactly. And, and that's I like a reassuring thing. Yeah, and I like yeah. to do that with most of my meals, anyways. Either there's like a protein, there's a vegetable, there's a carb, and then like whatever fat, like it's going to be some butter or something else that's you know kind of roped in. But I like to, sounds like you prefer not to compliment complicate your nutrition. Yeah, I try. Yeah, right. That's yeah. what I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah, I try nice. really hard. It's not it's not always no. the easiest thing to do, but I try really hard. So that's the approach sure. that we take with snacks and generally like unless you have like a crazy long layover or like a really really long car ride where you have to stop and eat something you can pretty much get by with like some protein snacks whether that's again jerky um, even a protein bar Um, it's one of the few situations where i will actually resort to a protein bar is like when i'm on the go and on the move and Mm. there's not a lot of great options Um, and then also for carbs fruit either dried fruit or actually like a banana or an apple or something like that um, we always try to start with that. And then beyond that, we look at what might be available either in the airport. Um, cause you can go on the, any, any airport website and you can find out exactly like what they have to choose from. Yep. Or if you're driving, um, maybe pick out some stops along the way, you know, um, and kind of figure that out from there. But it all starts, I mean, at least a week before the trip in my, mm-hmm. that that's how we like to do it anyways. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's all about planning. It's all about looking ahead. Um, and that's, yeah, that's kind of how we started. Um, but yeah, what about you? Um, so yeah, recent trips I've been on, I don't have anything planned probably until later this summer, but recently, uh, most recently in January, I was in Costa Rica for like a week. And then back mm-hmm. in October, I was in Iceland for a week that's right. and, um, yeah, both opposite places, but both amazing, <laughs> uh, <laughs> adventures and places. And I highly recommend both, um, to everyone, but yeah, for, I, I, where I'm at in my nutrition, I, I didn't have any particular goals at the time. I'm in a place where like I'm maintaining slash kind of gaining. I'm just in this, like, I'm just kind of on autopilot mode right now. Cause I've been doing this for so long. So yeah. I didn't have the largest concern of like figuring out what I'm going to be doing while eating in a camper van, driving around Iceland for right. days, you know, I <laughs> yeah. mean, just picked up some necessities, the common stuff like fruits, veggies, some mm-hmm. of the fresher stuff, you know, um, popped in some protein sources because um, we could cook a little bit in the van. We had like a little single top stove type thing uh, to cook on. And so, you know, things that were, we could just add water to like a uh, pasta, um, prepackaged pasta dishes and stuff like that. We yeah. really just add water to, and then we could cook a protein on the side and just toss it together. So Love it. on those, both those trips, I was really just kind of doing what I do at home um, and taking what I do naturally at home with me on the road, which is so ingrained in me now yeah. after doing this for so long. It's just a no brainer. I don't even have to think twice about it. Yeah. I just do, I just execute. And so, um, and so, yeah, that was easy to kind of, to navigate. And I wasn't so much worried about like hitting macros or targets. Cause again, that's where I wasn't, I wasn't mm-hmm. there at my journey. Right. It wasn't the goal of this trip. So I had defined what that success was going to be ahead of time really. And I also wasn't worried about it because I'm like, I don't really care right now. I'm in Iceland. (laughs) I'm here for that experience, not so much that. And, but also wanting to be open to the culinary experience that I may not have access to otherwise not being in Iceland. So yeah, but you know, some typical things, you know, you know, that I'd like to consider, like if I go somewhere familiar, like every time I go home to Maine to visit family once a year and spend a week vacation with my family or longer, like, you know, I'll 
hit the grocery store when I get there and I just pick up the normal stuff I normally eat. Right. I generally try to cover my bases for breakfast, lunch, keep things pretty standard, yep. you know, uh, so that helps me satisfy a baseline of calories through the week that I can rely on independently. Yep. And then it just leaves me flexible and open to fill the gaps with like a protein bar, which I don't really care for unless I'm traveling. Exactly. It's not even a yeah, part same. of my repertoire. Same, same. I think whey protein is disgusting, um, but I do it <laughs> because it's a means to an end. It just sure. it gets the job done and it's easy. It couldn't be any more convenient. So, yeah, of course, I rely on these things because I don't want to be thinking about that stuff. Yeah. It's just I want to be present. I want to be with my family. I want to be open to these things. And I don't want to stress about what I don't know yeah, that I'm getting into because yeah. I just – I have a certain trust with myself, as we talked about in previous episodes, you know, like we, you and I have that integrity we keep with ourselves, where we can just make the split decision, split second decision to say, this is important. This is not important. And I am radically accepting that fact because this is one meal out of the thousand I'm going to eat this year. Right. <laughs> and we move on, you yeah. know, um, but not everyone's there, but that's an earned thing. And so, um, hopefully we help people get there, you know? Yeah. So that's kind of my approach with nutrition. I just, you know, sometimes it might call for more planning if I'm more in the zone to get the job done, if I have specific goals at that time. But if I'm kind of in a loose place in my life for maintaining, then this is the real life practice that I need to continue yeah. practicing what's worked so well for me for so long. Totally. So. Yeah. I love that, man. That That's something that when, when people are tracking and, even us as coaches and we start tracking um, ourselves, that's like, sometimes it's hard to see that, like the long game, like the yeah. ultimate goal is to use all of the information and the knowledge that you gain from tracking so much, then apply that into like the real world where you don't really necessarily want to worry about every single gram of food, you know, yeah. or like you said, depending on where you're at, if you're just kind of, if you're in maintenance mode, or even if you're like doing like a mass phase or something where you can be a little bit more loose and it's okay, like you're still going to yeah. use those things that you learned uh, from tracking to like make the best, you're still going to try to make the best choices or ideally that's what you want. You know, mm -hmm. you never want to stray too far um, yeah. from, from, from what you were doing. And that can be hard for, for some people, um, mm. you know, depending on like where they're at and, and what they're doing. But, um, I, one of the things that I kind of wanted to touch on, you touched on it a little bit, um, mm. but is is that journey and deciding ahead of time how accurately or how you want to go about your nutrition when you're traveling. So mm -hmm. one of the things that I talk about a lot with the people that I work with is this idea of best, better, and good. There's three different mm. tiers that I like to talk about. And I even apply this to myself. Best, better, good. So like the best the best um, possible way for you to deal with your nutrition or navigate your, your nutrition is going to vary wi wildly depending on who you are. For example, mm. right now I'm working with a couple of like pretty high end or, you know, getting near top tier athletes. And they have nice. meets coming up and it's spring break. And it's like, guess what? We're going to have to do the very best that we can to keep everything on track because we have a deadline coming and it's, it's your, it's your sport. Yeah. It's what we got to do. It's what we got to do. So there might be some sacrifices involved. There might be some sacrifices involved. Exactly. Yes. So that's for, for those particular athletes, like the best possible version of tracking is going to be, 
making continuing to make your own food measure it make sure your water intake is is high like you got to be pretty dialed in i would also say that if you have a deadline not even sport related but if you have a deadline for like a big party a wedding or something else that like you are really really going for you really want this result like you're going to have to do the very best that you can Mm -hmm. uh with tracking on these certain vacations you know now that's a that could be a small portion of people that maybe someone works with or you know depending on where you're at but the next tier down i would say is where i like to focus my own efforts on and where i like to encourage other people to focus their efforts on and that would be like the quote-unquote better um Mm. area i guess uh and what i like to do with this is i tell people to watch their calorie intake make smart choices watch their calorie intake and, and then keep track of protein. Like always make sure that you're going for protein at every single meal. Um, make sure that you're purposefully like seeking that out every day because mm. I think we, we both know and a lot of people that listen to this know that out of all the macronutrients, protein is the hardest to achieve and find. Um, yeah, especially it will not happen by accident. It won't, yeah, exactly. It won't happen by accident. Carbs and fats, it's almost like you walk down the street and you – get carbs and fats like you don't yeah. even do anything it just they just seem to like <laughs> it's it's so easy so protein being yeah. very specific and being very um intentional about seeking out your protein is super important so most of the time when i'm working with clients that are traveling or about to travel i encourage them to be mindful of their calories and keep track of their protein make sure that that is like the absolute focus um hmm. then the last tier um would just be good And that's like, you're just kind of like doing your thing. You're not really concerned about weight. You just kind of want to enjoy the trip. Um, And that would be just, just be mindful of your calories and make smart decisions with your food, eat Mm. good quality food, but don't overthink it. And there's times in all of our lives where that is exactly what we need. And so again, each individual person is going to be on some spectrum of those levels I I tend to find. And uh, it's up to us as coaches and the person as well to decide realistically where they are and then make a plan around that. Yeah. Like the, yeah, the, the individual, the client has to take some ownership absolutely. of what they want to see happen on this vacation. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like, are you trying to set out to achieve a new bar, set a new bar to show yourself you can hit it? Is right. that the point of this? You know, this is what we talk about, like defining success before going on your vacation. Like what's it going to mean to come back and say, I was successful right. on this trip, right? Right. Whatever that is, maintaining your progress, continuing to lose body fat, harder to do on vacation, but not impossible. That's right. Um, right. Uh, so it just depends on the individual, their will, uh, you know, the execution, the planning that they have. Mm-hmm. And then there's some people where that that's not the concern because the concern is just to get through and be aware, be present, make decent choices, make trade-offs, uh, and implement little strategies like, you know, you talk about making a protein centric meal and including some fruits and veggies, whole foods, yeah. trying to fill up on the good stuff because that generally satisfies our appetite, provides more satiety, and it curbs the potential for going overboard on the calorie 
carb fat dense stuff mm. that is easily to overdo on the next thing you know you've consumed a thousand calories maybe or something right yeah, and you weren't planning on it yeah it's so easy but, yeah but how you eat and the order in which you eat i wanted to bring up is important too okay so like if you've got a plate right that's protein centric you got a good piece of chicken breast or something like that or a steak and then you've got some veggies and then you've got like a baked potato or something like that or let's say it's french fries right or something you we generally go towards that easy to eat thing and start there first and load up on that and then that we start to kind of get full on that. And then we're like, we see the protein still hanging out on the plate. And it's like, oh, I still got to get to that. So my rule of thumb is eat the better stuff first. Oh, I like that. That's good. Smash that protein. Number one, eat that thing first, right? <laughs> Whatever on your plate, eat it. The satisfaction starts to come. The physical volume of food starts to fill your stomach, mm -hmm. right? Starts to send that cue to the brain to go, I'm okay. I'm satisfied. Right. Yeah. Um, and then you eat the veggies or the pieces of fruit or whatever it is you have. And then maybe leave that carb dense, fat dense thing for last. And actually see how much you of it you actually want to eat. Cause you may find, Oh, my eyes were bigger than my stomach. Yeah. Was actually. So, you know, so there's kind of like, um, execution of order uh, of eating things that you could also try to determine different or better outcomes too. Um, that's good. We also have those general practices of just some general concepts that you can apply to any meal, whether you're on vacation or at home, sure. which is put the utensil down between bites. Mm -hmm. Don't cram more food in your mouth if there's already food in there. Finish chewing it, right? Put the utensil down and actually be present. Be like, this food is pretty good. Or you're like, this food is actually not so good. Mm, why am I eating this, right? I mean, yeah. I've had moments where I'm like, I don't even like th what? Ew, you know? And so... <laughs> Be aware, be present, taste the textures, taste the feelings, the mouth feel as it's going down, take a sip or two of water in between, wash that bite down and be like, hmm, I'm ready for the next one, right? So we can easily just shovel calories down and then just be like, oh, I'm full. I st I'm still hungry. I want a snack or something. And you need a snack. And then you're like, now you've overdone it. Yep. But if you take your time, right, uh, you actually are giving your your brain a chance to catch up with your with your stomach and who knows what's happened, what's possible, you know, if you just give yourself an opening, yeah. you know, give yourself an opening, uh, to see the difference it can make. And then you may not be stressed out about that untracked meal or the fact that you're going to go indulge something else later in the day, you know? So I like that yeah. a lot. Mm. Smart. Yeah. Like the order in which you eat. That's yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. I've been thinking about a lot about that more. And I was like, I've never actually said that out loud. I don't think it's just something <laughs> I do, but then I'm like, Oh yeah, that's probably helpful. <laughs> yeah, totally. But, <laughs> totally. Yeah. Uh, but I think about that at each meal too. I just, yeah, you know. mm -hmm. that's great. That's great. The, um, now we do have like a, um, I think we're going to link it in the notes, right? We have a travel, we have yeah. a travel PDF that people could download for free and they can kind of get some more insights and ideas. Absolutely. So I'll put it in the show notes. It's called our ultimate travel nutrition guide. Yeah. Uh, you can pop in your email address and download this free PDF. It's got a wealth of information, tips, mm -hmm. tricks, strategies, um, you know, macro friendly food restaurant guides, fast food, fast casual places, you know, yeah. with some macro alignment. We just got it's we try to provide all the tools to help you align your focus on what is important and what your options are when you travel. Yeah. And so we'll link that in the show notes. And uh, what we did this morning was get some feedback from our coaches of like just some of their favorite travel tips that they like to provide people. So um, we're going to you know, kind of go through that next and discuss those a little bit more. And we'll, you know, extrapolate on these, uh, ideas and strategies. Yeah, too. totally. Totally. Um, I'll, I'll say r right away. I remember we were talking this morning and, uh, Sean, uh, one mm -hmm. of the, one of our 
uh, newer wag coaches, actually, he was like big on water. He was like, drink the water. Yes. <laughs> and that mm-hmm. is something that is, is super, super important. And especially when you fly, like flying, like you ever like when you're descending, you have, you have a water bottle and you look at mm-hmm. that thing, like just like crinkling up and like decompressing, mm-hmm. like that's all happening. Like inside of us too so we're getting like we're 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 having to deal with the pressure of uh of flying but i can actually like the whole process of flying can actually dehydrate you um quite a bit and i know that Mm -hmm. there's some it's also why we feel bloated the same reason you'd bring a bag of chips on an airplane and that air pressure and it will that's right blow up that's right like there's something everyone could youtube just uh bag of chips on a plane yeah google it you'll see yeah yeah, totally what happens to our stomach yeah, yeah, exactly. And so the water, keep, keeping hydrated in water, like throughout the trip, um, helps out a ton. And even if you're not flying, like just like staying mm. hydrated in the car or yeah. it, while you're at your place, um, all, all super, super important. So that was one of my favorite ones. And it's also one of mm-hmm. the most actionable, like everyone can drink a little more water. Like yeah. that's not that tough. Like you can drink. Well, Josh it. and I are doing it while we're podcasting. <laughs> we're just right. chilling. We're just sitting here, but we're making it a point. You know, I know that's Josh right. has got his big gallon yeah, jug yeah, there, but yeah, like if you treat this like a commodity, no different than your keys, your cell phone, you know, your wallet, when you leave the door, yeah. phew, that's a win right there. You've always got water with you, you know, and, yeah. and all airports these days, or at least my experience, the majority of them have those water refill stations for oh, the bottle. Right, like, yeah. Might have to go three TSA with your bottle empty, but on the other side of that, you can fill that bad boy up anytime you want. Yeah, totally. Um, and that's a great appetite suppressant too. Like most mm-hmm. people don't drink enough water and then wonder why they're ravenous throughout the day or maybe aren't digesting food as well that's or right. clearing their intestinal tract out better. Like water helps with all of those yep. things. Like there's so many, there's endless reasons to drink water, mm-hmm. but it can sometimes be one of the biggest neglected things in someone's life Yeah, outside of just food. Totally, right? totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some other tips, uh, that we got, um, like Tara mentioned, like bringing food to the airport, you know, so that mm-hmm. you're not reliant on the airport food There you go. or yep. maybe getting a snack or a decent meal in you before you even leave yourself to be at the whims of the airport options, which we know aren't always the greatest, or you may yeah. not have the best access to the greatest option. Like your terminal could be over here and the restaurant you really want is like way <laughs> across the airport. And that's just yeah, not an option. Real. You've just got to live with that, right? Yeah, I've been um, in that situation before for sure. Yeah. And something I like to do if I don't do that, because I generally don't take that advice because I just, I know there's probably a Chick-fil-A or a McDonald's or something. <laughs> I can get something macro friendly from there because I just got my go-tos established. Yeah. I don't even need to think about it. Yeah. Hey, um, let's let's pause right yeah. there real quick. Mm-hmm. Can you tell people about your macro go-tos at those places? Because that could be like really helpful, I think. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, um, just real, maybe you don't have to go through the whole thing if there's a, if there's a lot, yeah. but yeah, I, I would like to hear that. And I think, uh, I think that could be a cool thing. Okay. Yeah. Like McDonald's, for example, like, you know, you can get the McGriddle or the high fat, high carb thing with very low protein, or you can choose something sensible, like just the basic egg McMuffin. Uh, you can ask for there to be no butter on it if you want, because save you a little bit of fat macros. If you want, you can double up on the egg patty to increase the protein content hey. and the satisfaction of it. I don't think it's technically on the menu anymore, but they used to have an egg white delight which was like an egg white patty, a slice of cheese, and then that. So it was just basically pure protein. Uh, the only fat was really coming from the cheese and the butter on the wow. Okay. Um, but yeah, but in the, or you could double up, say, I want two egg white patties on the egg white delight. Yeah. Or, you know, so <laughs> um, I also know that McDonald's, 
may not be available at airport because I know they've got the limited menu, but normal McDonald's, you can get a chicken breast on the side, like a chicken, a smash like chicken cutlet on the side for like two bucks or something like that. Um, Right on. Right. You know, and I just avoid the hash browns because it's just whatever. It's not that feeling. It's a small little thing for, you know. It's got a decent amount of fat in it because it's fried and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah. Um, my coffees aren't complicated. Coffee with a little bit of half and half, maybe a Splendor or two. Yeah. I don't need any dressing up um, there. Um, Chick-fil-A is even easier because Chick-fil-A is one of the highest protein fast food places you could find, period. Like, That's I think it's the place where you can get the most protein-centric options. Right. And there's – and there's – they have like a whole menu that's just grilled, right? Or like a yeah, whole section of it. Like you grilled nuggets without yeah. the carbs, yeah. right? Or the extra fat. Yeah, extra fat. Super yeah. filling. Eight or 12 count or be a badass and get that 30 count. I think there's like 100 <laughs> grams of protein in a 30 count. Like whatever, you know? So um, Chick-fil-A is my favorite. I mean, I made a post back in the day on WAG's uh, Instagram, like my five Chick-fil-A go-tos or whatever. And it shows a variety of different options that I can get, but they satisfy different macronutrient needs. Um, and also like endeavors like sometimes i want to go to chick-fil-a and get that spicy chicken sandwich and there's other times where that grilled sandwich is just as good or i counteract the spicy chicken sandwich with the grilled nuggets instead of the regular nuggets you know? right. so i'm actively making these trade-offs so i don't see chick-fil-a or mcdonald's as well i'm choosing these less than optional places or you know and so that means all bets are off and i might as well get the double quarter pounder with right. cheese i might as right. well sl- smash some fries and you it's know, all out the window i've already gone that yeah. way might as well get the strawberry shake too man yep. but it's like no 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 no. slow down you don't need to do that <laughs> there's other options yeah totally and i fit fast food into my world a couple of times a week really and it hit my neck oh yeah man oh, i awesome. got a chick-fil-a within two miles from my house <laughs> so it's like and uh doordash is a thing so yeah. you know it's yep. yeah it's incredibly convenient that's so. awesome. We just got yeah. we just got a Chick Fil A here where I live, like Ooh, last Traverse City, Michigan. Moving on up, like like last year for real. <laughs> and I've had yeah. people that like I've I was out looking at people's logs and during uh, check ins and coaching, um, they'll have Chick Fil A. Um, and I've made I've made a comment a couple times like like I wonder what that's like, and they respond back like wait 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 wait, you've never had Chick you've never had Chick Fil A. I was like, no, because yeah. the closest one up until last year was like 250 miles away. Um, yeah. So, and I still mm-hmm. haven't been there yet, but now I should go. I should try. Yeah. Huh? You should, man. You should try. Uh, just a quick thing I noticed too, and this is, we're not sponsored by Chick-fil-A by any means, guys, <laughs> but open to it. Um, <laughs> but they also have a new cauliflower sandwich that's out and they're testing in certain places too. So oh, wow, it's literally like a slice section of a cauliflower head that is like battered, and done the way that their normal chicken patty would with the, you know, good crumbly bits on the outside and wow. kind of seasoned in that way. And I think it's fried in the peanut oil still, just like the chicken is. And then slapped on a patty with the pickles and just that basic little thing. So it's like a way to scratch that itch for vegetarians, mm-hmm. you know, or people that maybe want like the lower calorie option per se. Wow. So, yeah. So Chick-fil-A's, you know. There you go. Bringing some options. There yeah, you go. So. Had no clue. Chris mm-hmm. ed- educating the world on the Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Out. Yeah, yeah. Unless Open everybody knows and I'm just the last person to know, <laughs> which is very possible. I mean, could be that too. But I mean, some yeah. some people just stick with what they know. They don't even think to look at the other options on the menu. And that's right. the cool thing about the world we live in right now is most of these fast food restaurant places have their own apps. So you could just go in, 
look at their menu. They've got nutrition information and you can even like reduce like, oh, I don't want that butter. I don't want that mayo. And then it updates the nutrition information for you live in the app. And you're like, oh, cool. And then so you can pop that into your food tracking app and say, I got this sandwich with these custom customizations made to it. Mm -hmm. And you create a custom entry that has that value in it instead of depending on the standard static entry for that restaurant in the food tracking app. But that's you taking the control and empowerment of, you know, right. catering your nutrition to your particular needs and wants and being able to satisfy that need and then moving on with your life, you know, and that's then moving awesome. on to the next meal, yeah. you know? So that's awesome. Yeah. I think, um, one of the other, the other things that we wanted to, uh, touch on, uh, a couple of coaches uh, mentioned this when we were talking about it, uh, earlier today. Um, but, figuring out your accommodations and where mm. you're staying there's there's it's one thing to travel like the in between right you have your home you have the travel and then you have the destination so mm. if you're going to a hotel like look ahead do you have access to like a refrigerator in your room is there a microwave in your room sometimes there is you know uh other times if you're if there's like a longer um if you're staying for a little bit longer um it might be worth asking about it if, if you can get one. Sometimes there's a small upcharge, but it can be worth it um, to get mm-hmm. some small, like, um, I was going to say utilities, but that's not the word, like appliances <laughs> yeah. in like your hotel room that might make the stay a little bit easier. Um, yeah. VRBOs and uh, Airbnbs are extremely popular now. So literally I've had people go um, on their vacation and they get to their house or apartment wherever they're going to stay and they just go to the grocery store and they Mm. kind of turn that place into their you know they mimic their kitchen at home they have the same stuff in the fridge um they have like a counter a little bowl full of fruit i mean and i encourage that too it's like make it as similar to being at home as possible um take what works with you at home on the road with you yeah to the extent you can yeah Absolutely. There's yeah, mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. There's if yeah. you're you're on vacation, there's inevitably going to be um, a special lunch out or a big family dinner or if you're with friends, a big you know six to ten person outing. Like that's yeah. probably going to happen, and you can you can use the tips that we talked about, or you know use your own you know special like skills to determine what you want to eat at those particular things. But during the day, like if you can get up and have like a breakfast that is like healthy and very similar to what you do at home, maybe some snacks, maybe some lunch before you go out and start your day where whatever that might, whatever you may be doing, all that stuff is so much more in your control uh, than you might think. And especially Mm -hmm. with these new options with like renting an entire house, you know, it's like, there's no reason that we can't just go to the store, grab some fruit, grab some deli meat, you know, just like odds and ends like that. It's, that can really, really make the vacation a lot easier um, mm-hmm. on you. And it's also cost effective too. You got to think oh, about that. Very much so. Very much so. Yeah. Think about it. You've already paid for the flights. You've already paid for the accommodations. <laughs> like, do you want to spend another thousand to $2,000 on eating out, Dude. you know, and then the added stress, maybe it's stressful, maybe it's not um, of the uncertainty of what yeah. you're going to get into with those foods. Whereas you can limit that by maybe having one to two meals eaten out and then one to two or three snacks and meals made under the control. Totally. The advisement of what you would normally do totally <laughs> at home. So not that much is changing. So you're, you're minimizing the margin of errors. You're minimizing what just happens to you as opposed to what you want to happen to That's you. That's right. You know? Yeah. Um, 
one of the cool things that somebody else said too, um, another coach was like, you know, setting limits on things or like abandoning your macros and tracking by picking three to five targets to shoot for, yeah. which could be something like setting a drink limit, um, getting in some sort of movement limit. And like Ali yes. said, like get your movement in at the beginning of the day. So it's done. It's over with. You've checked that box. It's not interfering with plans that might be coming in later in the day or the mm-hmm. day getting ahead of you. And then you trying to find a way place to squeeze that in and then feeling guilty about not being able to do that or whatever. It's yep. like knock out what is important to you. Check the self-care box first thing in the day, totally. you know, as soon as you can kind of thing. Um, limiting desserts, um, possibly making trade-offs with like, if I'm going to drink one to two drinks, it might be best to like share a dessert with somebody instead of have the f- entire dessert. Right. Or maybe you choose dessert over alcohol or alcohol over dessert. Um, we know excessive alcohol can lead to excessive eating and yes. just a lack of care mm-hmm. <laughs> when it comes to that. Um, so those are also important things like kind of find your North star as um, someone said, you know, like in terms of like keeping that focus on like, what's three things that you can actually actively keep juggling every day. Right. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I like the movement one too. Mm -hmm. Like it's solid. Yeah. yeah, And that, that doesn't have to be some crazy insane CrossFit workout or a, or a heavy deadlift day or something like that is like crazy. out Like it could be like a, like a walk, like, Go out and explore the city or the town that you're in, or, yeah. or take a take a long walk on the beach. Right, everyone. That's so so romantic, right? Exactly. Yeah. Long Go walks grab a on coffee. the beach. <laughs> Go for a walk on the beach. Like the yeah. walk to get the coffee, and then walking with the yeah. coffee. What a re- what a treat! What a reward that is, right? Yeah. yeah. And that's something you can do. Like, Embra- yeah. You know? Nobody's embrace keeping it. you from walking around. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Em- embrace <laughs> yeah. it. Like if it's if it's a, a little bit longer to you know walk to the coffee shop in the morning. Or it's a you want to go to lunch and it's you know maybe a little bit further than you're used to walking. Like embrace it. Like like yeah. use that to your advantage. Like check out the city, check out the town at the same time. Like you're getting your steps in, you're staying yeah. active. Um, yeah, it's it's it, like look at it like stuff that you get to do, not stuff yep. that you have to do. Like absolutely, you get to do reframing this. it. Yeah, reframing yeah. it. Yeah, you mm-hmm. get to do this. You're in a cool spot. Yeah. You're in a new house in a new town. Like. Yeah, like get out there, explore it, like enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And another thing, this this concept can apply to even, uh, you know, at the beginning and the end of your trip when, you know, the air, the flight that's sandwiched, the airport situation that's sandwiched between the vacation or on the other opposite sides of the vacation mm-hmm. itself is if you've got the time at the airport, you get there early enough, you've got a layover or whatever. Like if you're with a, a partner or somebody who can watch your stuff or you can find a place to stash your stuff. Go take a lap. Go walk around the airport. See what's available to you. Oh, sure. Pull up Google Maps. Look at the restaurants that are inside the airport and how far away you are. Like for me, I look at that as an opportunity to get my steps in. I'm not just sitting around waiting, just yeah. staring at my phone screen, doing this, whatever. I'm being proactive and getting my steps in. I'm getting up to fill my water bottle. Um, those are all just things. And then, you know, it keeps me aware of what my options are and like, oh, look at that sandwich spot easy i can easily manipulate a sandwich yeah you know yep. just some bread some carbs i can double up on the protein if i need to i can say please don't put that high fat mayo on there or this or that whatever yeah. you yeah. know it's like it's so customizable but we often forget that you can often ask for what you want you know you don't just have to receive the item as it comes off the menu right you know most places are willing to cater to a, a host of uh, nutritional needs or um, demands these days. And so you don't know unless you ask too. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, man. So that's, I mean, 
that's I think we covered all of them. We got all. <laughs> I got, hopefully, we weren't talking. I mean, there's probably so much more. We'll get, but I think those are. Yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> hopefully, we weren't talking too fast. Let us know. Drop sound off in the comments. Were we talking yeah. too fast in that uh-huh. episode? Um, yeah. But I mean, yeah, gang, it, it, the traveling can really be as difficult as you want it to be. It can mm-hmm. be as easy as you want it to be. It can be as difficult as you make it. Um, if you plan ahead a little bit, that goes a long ways. Um, yes. And um, yeah, the, like Chris talked about earlier, um, we have a guide um, and it's free. You can put your email in and you download the guide. Got some great ideas in there. Um, if there was something that, you know, hopefully you listen to this and there was something that like mm-hmm. you were like, oh, yeah, I should try that or I should remember that. Um, but if you prefer written, there's a lot of great tips in that, um, Mm -hmm. in that, uh, guide. So please, please check it out. Yeah. And as we said at the top of the episode, if you've made it this far, um, you can use code (laughs) inside wag at checkout on our join page on our website, uh, working against gravity.com that will take off $50 off your first month of one-on-one nutrition coaching, uh, with me, with Josh or any of our wonderful coaches on staff. And I will be sure to link that ultimate travel nutrition guide for you all in the show notes below, as well as some other helpful articles, um, from wag, um, for traveling and being successful. Yeah, gang. Well, thank you. Thank you all so much for listening. And if you're watching it, thank you very much for watching it. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, right. Wave, yeah. <laughs> like, like, and subscribe and do all the things. Click all the buttons. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. So, um, yeah, we'll talk to y'all uh, in a little while. Talk to you next time.